Am I doing the intro? Um, oh. Sounds wait. like it. Hey everyone, Chloe's here again. This is Drunk Politics. Hello. Krista's here as well, per usual. And today you're going to go to drunkpolitics.live and buy our merchandise because St. Patrick's Day is coming up and we don't kiss liberals. Also, <laughs> Krista is fresh back from her trip to CPAC in the glorious state of Florida. And today that is what we are going to cover her entire trip. I will be interviewing and she will be answering and it, I honestly don't know what the hell she's going to say. So we'll see how this goes. It's a mystery. Seriously, I don't know what the fuck happened. I wasn't there. <laughs> All right. All right. Ready, yeah, I'm so ready. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Okay, here we go. Favorite moment of the entire trip? Oh, 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 I have to pick one. Um, I think. Okay, uh, give, give me like a top three if you can't like elaborate on what number one is. No, no, no. I think number one, um, my favorite moment <laughs> was actually not even like at CPAC, but it was after when um, I was with our friend David and we were waiting for uh, our lift to take us to our hotel. And uh, this guy behind us makes a really funny Forrest Gump reference. And David caught on right away. And we turn around and it's um, – <laughs> None other than Vernon Jones and uh, his uh, chief of staff. And they ended up popping in our lift because we were all staying at the same hotel. And the guy is freaking hilarious. And so I think uh, being on that kind of a level with somebody that you've watched on TV for a long time and that you think is doing great things, uh, that was that was pretty fun. That was a pretty fun moment. We are like, wait, yeah. we are kind of all the same. Do we have a close second to that moment? Um, I think being there, uh, well, that's a good question. What would be my second? What would be my second? Um, probably getting to, so David and I went without tickets. We had this whole debacle and um, we decided, well, we're going to go anyways, even though the tickets that we had fell through and they were all sold out. So um, we ended up meeting this person that ended up helping us get tickets. And so that was pretty, that was a pretty, that was a pretty golden moment because we're like, well, now we actually get to go inside. (laughs) That was fun. Woo-hoo. Where there's a will, there's a way. We like willed it to happen and it did. Oh, all the positivity. All, all the positivity. positivity. <laughs> all right. So favorite person you saw speak? Um, I would have to say my favorite was a panel. And I can't remember what the panel's name was now because I can't remember off the top of my head. But. Um, they were hilarious, and I think it was probably probably them for sure. Well, props to whoever that panel is. We'll never know. <laughs> okay, next. Um, I need to find the name of it. We're going to treat this like speed. Good. It was way too good. <laughs> okay, uh, favorite moment, favorite speaker, favorite takeaway. Like, what did we learn, and what made it worth going to? Um, 
I think my favorite takeaway was just being around people who are like-minded um, and being in a state that isn't – that's happy. I think <laughs> um, being around people that are happy, that's my favorite takeaway, I think. Everyone was just really positive and kind of upbeat, positive and upbeat. <laughs> Who uh, <laughs> really upbeat and upbeat? Anyway, um, <laughs> that was my favorite. Just being around a bunch of upbeat people, and uh, you know, being in Oregon is, has been really depressing. Not a only beat down, yeah, it's a it's a beat down. Honestly, Oregon is a beat down on the soul every fucking day, and um, and it's. <laughs> It's just – it is what it is. Our city is still getting torn apart by stupid people throwing shit at officers. And um, we learned while we were gone that one of Mindy's friends was shot and killed. Wait, where's Mindy? Is Mindy there? No, no. Oh, she had to go home and work. But um, – God, God forbid. We all made a paycheck. <laughs> uh, so there's just – there's a lot of violence in our streets. And not that that's not happening everywhere, but it's up like 110% from last year when they de- started defunding cops and cops are quitting. And um, just the – everyone here in Oregon is afraid. They think that the virus is – I'd say 95% of the people in my building think that, you know, the virus is literally going to make them drop dead. And the the narrative change um, – it's amazing to go into. It's like we're. It's like Florida is a different country. It know? is. It totally so. is. And my significant other, who hates to be named on this, and I won't do it, as if we don't already know. If you follow us like regularly in our undisclosed location, um, <laughs> is this morning we were like, okay, we need to make some serious decisions. Like, are we going to move to Florida? Yeah, <laughs> it's like a Honestly. real conversation today. Honestly, it's. I can't believe how – and, you know, the amazing part is that Florida's COVID numbers, not bad. They have all the old people. Yeah, and they have a significantly older population. And even with tourism picking up and coming back and all of that, I mean, their numbers aren't bad. They're better than fucking California's, and California's been on lockdown. And it makes you wonder, like, all right, well, you know, a lot of that's reporting, but a lot of it is just – I think um, reality. It's, I think it's super strange. I the fact that like Boca Raton and like the Atlantic side of well, I guess the whole fucking state to be honest of Florida has like every fucking retiree under the sun. Especially in 2020, there are all these jokes going around that everyone from New Jersey goes to Florida. Like, all these things about people moving there and this, like, influx of people who, like, are old as shit or, like, at least over the age of 40 are, like, fuck this, I'm out. Yeah. It's, like, the, the Florida is the freest state in the world right now. Oh, and I don't, I don't, we've talked about this so many times on the show, but actually going to Florida and, because we went to Orlando and then we went to Miami and then we went to uh, Siesta Key and then we went to uh, Tampa and then we went 
home or back to um, Orlando and flew out and touring all of those cities, I've never – it's like, yeah, they're cautious and the people that are afraid mask up, but it's very much left to, you know, this is your responsibility and your decision and um, if you don't want to leave your house, then don't. And that's how it should be because everybody has such a good attitude. People are having fun. They're going out to eat. Businesses are thriving. Yeah, it's it's a completely different world. And here it's just on the West Coast, it's just fear. Fear mongering everywhere. And I, I just yeah. – I can't even believe the stark difference. So being at the – at CPAC. And yes, you the hotel wanted everyone to wear a mask. So we did. We wore a mask like during the event. Um, two people, if you probably saw DC Drano and Fleckus got kicked out because they be weren't wearing their mask. But I think that they were just being used as examples because there were tons of us that were walking around without a mask on periodically, um, including myself. And so um, I don't really know what that was all about, um, but you know, it, it's the, the hotel were, was kind of cracking down, and there was a lot of people that wanted, you know, to take pictures with their fans and stuff without having a mask on, and a lot of people did. I got a picture with Matt Gatz without a mask on and met him. I just, it's kind of funny. Like this is random. What you're picking and choosing to make a big deal out of, so. Absolutely. I think it's really interesting how they got their asses handed to them, for lack of a better term, um, over something so, like, what seems minuscule. And I, I think that there's been a lot of outreach, or not outreach, that's not the right word, this isn't a fucking charity, um, it, love, for, I, I guess, I don't know, for Hyatt, and then going back and saying, oh, shit. Um, totally derailed um they did something really awesome and I can't remember what it is but I think they were like well here's oh 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 Whew, Chloe's here um <laughs> they got a lot of shit for hosting the event yes. I got a lot of shit okay fine kick them out whatever but they got a lot of shit for actually being the ones to host CPAC and they were like you know what we don't care they came yeah. out with a statement, and now I only want to stay at Hyatt's. Our last name's Hilton, but like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I now I only want to stay at a Hyatt. Yeah. They made a really nice statement that was like, "Listen, we don't care. We are an open forum for people or whoever you are, whatever you're doing," and I, I appreciated that. Yeah, because everyone's giving them shit. And they were like, "What's going on?" They were like who cares? Honestly, it was bringing a lot of money to their hotel. And I'm sorry, tourism isn't exactly going off right now. And Orlando is is in Florida, but it is a very liberally ran city. And so there are more mandates than in a lot of places in Florida. Um, And sorry, but they needed it. And it drew a very large crowd. Um, But they were very good. CPAC itself was very, very, very good about um, 
making sure that they weren't over capacity and that they weren't overselling tickets and they had a lot of demand i mean they're they're if if they if they didn't have the restrictions there would have been so many more people there and that's why it was so hard for us to like secure, secure any sort of ticket because normally they just oversell the fucking event that was back in the day you know but they made in, sure it was that, 2019 is that back in the yeah, day yeah they did make sure that they you know respected the covid restrictions and um so I don't know. I mean, the fucking Lincoln Project was there. It's not like CPAC is like ultra fucking conservative. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> anyway, right. um, so so this panel I'm talking about, I found the name of it. Um, I don't know how I forgot, but it's called. It was called. I can't imagine. Who's the boss? Where's my applesauce? Who's running the Biden administration? <laughs> ah! Oh my gosh. And it was Sarah Carter was on the panel with Mark Green and uh, Jody uh, Jody Heiss. It was really, really good. So, so my two cents on this current podcast, if I have time, I have dinner plans and three hours out of prison. Um, as I'm like really fancy like that. <laughs> I'm going to a half-ass Mexican place. I have no idea. Um, but this particular podcast is supposed to be just about CPAC but you know because we are total spazzes I I think that we can maybe you know we can maybe um jump into who's running the fucking Biden show on our next one we're we're hoping to bang out two episodes right now yeah. I'm just the by Bi- like uh, this will totally steal or I'm like Krista do you want to do this all right now well, I don't know. I will say, though, that I think everyone should watch this panel because not only were the, the guy that moderates it, his name is Kurt um, Schilicker something. Schilich, I don't know. His name's Kurt. Anyway, he uh, he's motherfucking funny. And um, I think that you can go back and watch all of these on their Rumble page. Um, uh, CPACs, and I highly recommend watching the panel Who's the Boss? Where's My Applesauce? Who's really running the Biden administration? Because they have a lot of really funny things to say about that. I, I think we all do at this point. Yeah. Right? We have to. Like, yeah. you have I would say you have to laugh, but it's also fucking terrifying. Well, there's a, did you see that um, there's a new uh I don't know. I sent you like forty six things this morning. Well, it wasn't something you sent me. It was a. It was a. It's a new bill or something that is being that has been introduced to strip Biden of his war powers, and oh, it mm-hmm. it has bipartisan re, re, uh, bipartisan <laughs> drunk politics. Everyone support. <laughs> not even drinking. Damn it. Um, bipartisan support from four Democrats and four Republicans. So so hold on. What we're saying is the most voted for president in U.S. history can't be trusted with the fucking nuclear codes? Okay. He already lost <laughs> I mean, we all can kind of see what? that, but, like, this is getting bipartisan support. Something's wrong. <laughs> I think when the Democrats have to, like, kind of go against themselves to a certain... Can we talk about this? Where did, what is this... Um, sorry, that would be for only people who watch on video. I just had a hair moment. Um, <laughs> which means you need to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Drunk Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, 
I, I think there's really something to be said when even the Democrats were like, oh, we've made a grave mistake. <laughs> Mistakes were made. I, I, I don't know. Like, I think there's some buyer's remorse happening. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a little buyer's remorse. Actually, that was like- A little. I think, one. yeah, maybe like more than a little. It's like number one, one trending on like Google for a while is like- Buyer's remorse. Yeah, Biden remorse. Oh, are we going to make those shirts? <gasps> yeah, I think okay. so. That's going to happen. Also, again, like the merchandise on our, our – Yeah, we have some really good T-shirts. We have a St. Patrick's Day one right now that you need to buy if you um, want it before St. Patrick's Day. It says, I don't kiss Democrats, and it's green. So you should probably go get that. Yeah. Going to anyway. discontinue it soon, so – Get it before you can't get it anymore. I think I'll probably get it anymore. No, it's not. It's <laughs> Limited edition, motherfuckers. Yeah. Anyway, so this is the whole thing about Biden and the nuclear codes and like who is running the show. And I'm hearing all of these things. I mean, my reputable, reputable sources aren't like coming straight from the White House, it is mostly from media. But he's like, Harris is making the calls and like no one trusts Biden and like we didn't see this coming. Well, Harris didn't even know about like the strikes on Iraq or whatever the fuck just happened. Like Harris Are you sure? even Yeah. I don't trust that bitch as far as I can throw her. Oh yeah. okay. Maybe that was a little far. Okay, I could have like rephrased that. I don't trust her in her cackling laugh. Oh, yeah. No, I don't trust her either, but she supposedly had a fucking cow about it because she didn't know. You so. know why she got the job? I'm I'm still convinced she got the job because she's a woman and she's of color. And I don't... I don't well, it definitely it. isn't because she's qualified. Well, I was just going to say, I don't care what your nationality is. If you are qualified to do the job, then you deserve it. She not qualified. I will say, you know, sometimes it's unfortunate. And she didn't even have her own party support. Because she's from California. It's the land of the fruits and nuts, as my significant other would say. There's no no logic in the state of California. (laughs) No, there's not. But there's even less logic in the state of Oregon. There's even less in the state of Oregon. Nobody wins. No, the West Coast is not winning. Let me tell you that. Mindy and I were like, wow, we are not excited to go home. Like the only reason I wanted to come home was to see my child. Only reason. Only. I was like, can I just send for Brayden? (laughs) (laughs) I'll bring him back with me. You should have stayed in Florida. I would have flown him back with me. Oh, God. So awful. So awful. It's so awful. And you know, it's not good for the kids growing up either. I'm just, you know, in other parts of the country, kids are going to school, they're playing sports, they're doing their thing, and it's not happening here. It makes me honestly want to move to South Dakota. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They don't give two fucks. Their governor's fucking awesome. She's great. Christine Gnome's the best. And that makes me be like, I'll take a fucking hard winner. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Let's dance. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Florida, though, man. DeSantis is a fucking treasure also. He's so. DeSantis a klutz. And he's yeah. a national 
treasure. Yeah. <laughs> the gift that they're keeps on great. giving. They're, the, they're both great. So it, at CPAC, they, I don't know if everybody heard, but they did, um, they had Trump's pollster come because he actually does accurate poll, polling. Oh, and, um, right. And uh, he, they did a bunch of polls at CPAC and, um, they polled what people there think is the biggest issue right now. And the biggest issue by like 60 Nothing? Was it nothing? The biggest <laughs> issue by 60% was voter integrity or like voting, which it was encouraging because yeah. that means that there is enough people that aren't burying their head in the sand. Yeah. <laughs> because really um, – oh, I did see Mike Lindell. I saw him at the very end he was going off I was like right next to him and he was going off about their evidence and he was talking about um he was talking about the cases and how um it's not really that no one thinks that there's evidence is that there's only two courts in the whole U.S. that decided to look at the evidence. And those two courts that looked at the evidence are actually having recalls in their election system right now. So um, so <laughs> it's funny how we don't hear those things and how it's very, very much just this narrative by even um, some Republicans that there isn't issues. And so I think it, it was very interesting to be around a bunch of people that are like, look, our vote doesn't really matter right now. So all these people can run all they want. But if we still have those voting machines and it's easy to hack into them and change, change the votes around with no paper trail, we're fucked. And that's what it's all about. So he, if somebody was like, Mike, are you going to run for uh, office at some point? And he was like, I'm not – he's like, I'll run as soon as the voting's fixed. But until then, our vote doesn't matter anyways. <laughs> In case nobody's watching on YouTube, I'm giving a big round of applause as you do in fucking kindergarten. Yeah, he was all fired up. It was really interesting to see him like to stand literally right next to him and listen to him rant about – it it was good it was a good brand. it was positive too um and even i don't see him as being a negative person no he's very much not negative he's very factual he's like look we have the facts this isn't something that we're just like fabricating out of thin air because we're sore losers like that has well, nothing that's to a do huge it. conversation there are a lot of people who are like you fucking lost get over it well we, we lost because it Sure, but if we lost, if we lost because we lost because China was literally flipping votes, then we didn't actually lose, and we have a problem that you don't care about it. Like that evidence deserves to be heard, and the fact that our Supreme Court doesn't even want to touch it is a huge problem. And the ones that did look at it, you know, um, what's his butt? Um, Oh, my God. Words. Words. The, the Supreme Court judge that um, – oh, Clarence. Yeah, Clarence. Clarence Thomas did look over it and was like, uh, this is a problem. But he can't try it by himself. So. Well, I have a support system here. I hate it. I hate a shitty support system. It doesn't work for me. Yeah. Fucking nightmare. 
fucking nightmare. It's awful. So I think I just really loved being um, in an environment that was very circling positive. Back? I'm sorry. Yeah, we're going to circle back. Okay. We're circling back to uh, to CPAC and how it was really great being around people that were um, positive about our future and not – it was great being around people that don't think math is racist. I will just say that. And it was really easy to meet people too. It was great. I mean, we—I plot myself in the bar in the hotel where the thing in the Hyatt like lobby hotel or whatever, and met so many people one day. <laughs> and we saw Roger Stone dance. <laughs> that was moments I was trying to like pun for like pull out of you. Yeah, I'm remembering as we're sitting here talking. So um, Roger Stone was in like this rap video and he was dancing and we saw it. We also saw um, there – so there were a bunch of people outside that were like waving Trump flags and all that shit. And then there was this little tiny group of counter protesters across the street with – That's a nice way to put it, a counter protester. Yeah, with BLM flags and shit. And I remember, so the first day they both showed up, I walked out there to like see what was going on and I took some video, so I'll have to post it. But um, the counter protesters were like, fuck you, you fucking racist, blah, 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 la, 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 Black Lives Matter. And um, then on on the Trump side, there were like 8,000 times more people, but um, on the Trump side, they both had – so both groups had like megaphones, you know, and they were screaming at each other across the street with their megaphones. And, Was anybody six feet apart? Uh, no, of course not. Were they all wearing the a mask? BLM, the BLM people had masks on. The Trump people had no, – no one was wearing masks. We were outside. That's stupid. So I, I want to take a moment really quickly to reiterate that we aren't saying black lives don't matter because they fucking do. All lives yeah. matter. Black lives it's matter amazing. should probably care a little bit more about black lives. Okay. They don't. So anyway, um, so over on the Black Lives Matter side, this and I'm I will pr- I will prove to you they don't with what happened. Okay, so they're screaming about how this side is racist. On the side of the Trump side, the person holding the megaphone was black. He was a black man. The people on the BLM side were all fucking white. Okay, and so we've seen this episode before. I know, but I saw it firsthand. Okay, so here, here we are. This black guy's holding the thing. He's in a suit. He looks real nice. I mean, he's like, I'm a black man. (laughs) Like, of course, black lives matter. But what do you know about it? Blah blah blah. So they're screaming at him, and then the BLM people are like. How does it feel? How does it feel to be used? They're just using you. You're the token black guy. How does it feel to be a token? He's they're asking him how it feels to be a token, right? It is. And so the guy, the guy on the Trump side, he's like, Holy fuck, you're a racist. You just told me I don't know how to speak for myself. 
You just told me I don't have a brain. I am here by choice. I'm not anyone's token. You're the fucking racist, man. You're the fucking racist. You just told a black man that they don't know how to think for them fucking selves. (laughs) And everybody's like clapping like, what? And he's right. He was motherfucking right. He screamed back at them and then handed the microphone to somebody and walked away. And it was just like mic drop. He's like, you don't get to speak for me. You're white. You don't get to speak for me. I am a black man and I can speak for myself. You don't get to call me a token. I'm here by choice. What are you doing with your life? <laughs> I think, you know, it's, it's interesting. It's amazing. When it comes down to stuff like this and like black people, like black people for Trump, you see these flags and all these things. And I do think it's really important and really notable that everyone can realize that it's more, oh, I'm going to ramble because I'm drunk. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It it is, at the end of the, what, we named the, it's fine, it's fine, keep going. That's what gets, that's what gives me the Chris Collinsworth validation that I need to know. mean something i think when um african-americans black people call which we call or them or whatever being able to say like no i'm gonna speak for myself and i think that it's like more than okay to defend your side in any given state or any given like opportunity but i think it's really wild to have a bunch of unoppressed white people running around being like you don't understand yeah it's really Uh, fucking stupid and then the guy then the guy on the on the blm side that had the megaphone was like oh (laughs) i'm the racist you think i'm the racist yeah you basically just told a fucking black guy that he can't speak for himself you stupid fuck how do you not see that how do you not see that? Whatever oh, <laughs> that's rich. I'm the racist. Yeah, that's what we said. That's what he said. You are the racist. You better check yourself. <laughs> so I, he can't I, I, have an opinion because he's black? How triggered everybody is. And- oh, God, it's so funny. And that, I think, is the best part about being at CPAC. One of the best things, like, in general, was that nobody got triggered. And we made fun of microaggressions because sticks and stones may break my bones, but words may never hurt me. Like it was a bunch of people that give zero fucks what anyone has to say about them. Like if you were at CPAC, you give zero fucks. You're like, you know what? I care about our country. I care about human rights. I care about child trafficking. I care about the things that actually matter. I don't give a fuck if your feelings are hurt. That is on you. That is on you. What do they say when you have kids? The days are long, but the years are short. Yeah. You know, I just don't think that you can give that many fucks in life no you just you you can't it there is a point to me where caring is treating people with respect Mm -hmm. and then learning when 
to not give a fuck if you're being respected. Right. Move on with your fucking day. Yeah. Stop giving a fuck about someone else respecting you. If you don't who like cares? me, I don't really care. Yeah. Who cares? You. If you don't want to listen to us, don't. <laughs> Nobody asked for your permission. There's 9,000 million kajillion other podcasts or YouTube channels you could be watching. Don't watch us if you don't like us. I don't that being said, like, I it, to our listeners or people who are maybe just getting to know us, I, I don't – we are not out to hurt anyone. No. This is just, like, general conversation. And I think that um, – should we hurt anyone's feelings? Sorry, very sorry, but you are going to move on with your day. <laughs> no, Chris is not sorry about anything ever. I am perpetually Gilbert. But um, I, I, I do think, <laughs> I don't even know anymore. <laughs> you derailed me with your I'm not sorry. No, I just think that this world of like political correctness and micro and macro aggressions needs to die because it is toxic. It's so toxic. I mean, come on. Hold on. We are at an impasse where WAP was song of the year. Are you fucking kidding me? Yet, yet micro aggressions exist. Wait a minute. What? First of all, I think it's WAP. WAP, 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 WAP. Wet ass pussy. Yeah. That is the number one song of the year. Also, also, those words have literally never come out of Chloe's mouth, by the way. She does not speak like that. So that was funny. (laughs) Can you just, you know what? It's the name of the fucking song. Not okay. Not okay. Just not okay. It would be like. It's not necessarily that it's like offensive or anything, but I do think it's inappropriate. It would be like. I'm sitting here like using fuck in every other sentence. So like inappropriate rap has been around since the dawn of our childhood, right? Like the, uh, the entire 90s was filled with inappropriate rap. But here's the thing. It would be like little Kim. Winning like a golden oh, Are you joking? Like, of course we listened to Little Kim, but she wasn't on the mainstream radio winning She's like awards. Song of the year. My neck, my back, lick my ass. Like that was not a mainstream song back in the day. Did I listen to it? Yeah. Is it? Is it as gross as? Cardi B's song that's fucking mainstream and all over apps that my thank God my child's not gonna have. Like, what? No! <laughs> Get out of here! Rated, uh, what are they calling it? It's like wet something something. They like went and made it like radio friendly. Yeah, well, the radio friendly edit isn't hiding anything either. Oh. It's awful. That's just like, I was like, I. I what and TikTok's it? not Bodak, using the radio Bodak, edit, I'll tell you that much. Bodak Yellow or some shit? What was that first song she came up with? I don't know, but I can't stand her, so. She's, like, I one of the worst. Yellow, and it was like, Mostly I, because she doesn't even want her daughter listening to her songs. Well, I should hope not. How are you going to explain oh. that one when she actually knows what's going on, bitch? Like, come on. 
I always think about that. Like, okay, well, what I want Brayden listening to this episode. I mean, he's usually in the other room when we're recording, so whatever. But oh, he's you know but think about it like i don't, oh, I don't want to make yellow. a video on tiktok that i'm like embarrassed hey. children Said i'm the shit couldn't fuck with me if they wanted to i don't gotta dance like i don't what what are we talking what's happening right now sorry i had to know i don't know it's not good though all i'm saying is my neck my back lick my okay, well, and my was not mainstream <sighs> Shout out to Lil Kim, by the way. Good job. I don't. That Leading wasn't Lil way. Kim. That was someone else. That was someone else. Wait, what no, was it? I was Lil Kim. I have it on CD. No. Yes. No. Yes. My back, my neck was rapper Kia. Cat Kia. My neck, my back, my other unmentionable areas. Sure. I'm you just look it up. Yes. Well, Kim had other problems. Wasn't she in that song? I don't Kimberly Denise Jones, if you will. This is the little Kim I know. I don't know if all you youngsters out there know this little Kim, but I know the little Kim with the purple hair. Yeah. <laughs> and the starfish starfish bit. Well, what oh, well, see, no, we've created a we've created a monster. We've derailed. We've derailed, but that's perfect because we're at the 40-minute mark. Woo. All right. Well, that's that. Sweating. Um, okay. So as you know, you can find us on Facebook.com slash politics. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Apple, Apple Podcasts. Podcasts. You, you can find us find on us. YouTube. Yeah, oh, yeah. But yeah, the YouTube is really fun. Because you can see all of my really over-exaggerated facial movements. Yeah, it's almost, you know, if you guys haven't watched our YouTube channel, our facial expressions might be worth the watch. (laughs) (laughs) My drama queen antics come from my cheerleading days, and I think Yeah, Chloe was a cheerleader. Who's surprised? Well, we'll find out when they see it on YouTube. (laughs) definitely came up in a recent conversation she was um chloe was like why are you like this why are you like this (laughs) anyways okay find us on all the things and um we also have a patreon account and i think you should buy some of our merchandise at drunkpolitics.live backslash shop all proceeds go to making this a better production and making sure that Chloe is provided with alcohol so that she can entertain us greatly. <laughs> I think we've been... I, it's been Eventually, we will uh, donate to something that... Uh, a charitable it, cause. A charitable cause. Yeah, that involves something like child trafficking or <laughs> child welfare. Until then, <laughs> everything Until goes then, we've to... Until this shit up. better production. <laughs> Okay, thank you for joining us. We are. And oh, and don't forget, don't forget, follow Krista on Instagram and don't fucking bother me. I am getting random requests and it's never going to be okay. I'm not not here for you. Yeah, Chloe needs one of those cards that's like, my name's Chloe Hilton, don't find me.
Busy, bye. Bye. <laughs> Just find me. I'm the Krista Hilton on Instagram. And uh, we're launching something new, which we will ask you to follow when we're ready. But until yeah. then, there we are. Okay, bye. Oh, edgy your seat, everyone. Woo! All right. Okay.